The Lord be with you. Welcome to the podcast of Emmanuel Lutheran Church, Alexandria, Virginia. Today is March 22nd, 2020. This is the fourth Sunday in Lent, called Laetare, Rejoicing Sunday. The Gospel for today is from St. John, chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Therefore, When Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he departed again to the mountain by himself alone. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? That question is asked in Psalm 11, verse 3. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? And right now it feels like the foundations are being destroyed. The economy is in free fall. States ordering citizens to shelter in place. Rumors of the National Guard being deployed in our streets. What happens when the money stops. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's a rhetorical question and one that suggests despair. What can you do when everything you knew as normal is being torn away? But the rhetorical question comes after Psalm 11's initial statement. In the Lord, I take refuge. That is the foundation that cannot be destroyed. Or rather, the Lord is the one who makes the foundation. 
When we say in English, the Lord, what lies behind it is the Hebrew Yahweh, the one who is, in the beginning, now, ever shall be, world without end. He is the foundation, the ground of all being. So Psalm 11 says, in the Lord, I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend the bow. They have fitted their arrow to the string to shoot in the dark at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see, his eyelids test the children of man. At its core, the question of the fearful is, how will we survive? But the child of God says, how can you say that? I take refuge in the Lord. I take refuge in the Lord even when he tests the children of man. And that's what's happening now. This is a time of testing. We knew that going into Lent when we heard about Jesus being driven out into the wild places to be tested by the devil. And in today's gospel, Jesus himself tests his disciples. He said to Philip, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. This is not a test of Philip's business acumen. It's a test of where Philip places his trust. That's what's going on now with this pandemic. I don't say that because of any special revelation. You can hear preachers giving the cause for this current contagion, other plagues or disasters or crises. We don't know those things specifically with, without a revelation from the Lord and the revelation that we have has concluded in Holy Scripture. But I can say that what's going on now is a test because every day, is. This day, this moment, is a call for us to pray again, give us this day our daily bread. Philip fails the test. 200 denarii worth of bread, he says, is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. 200 denarii is around eight months' wages. We shouldn't be quick to criticize him. Haven't you been wondering the same thing? How will we eat? If this goes on, how will we pay the mortgage? Will the church shut down? But Philip and we should look to the rest of the crowd. They came because they saw Jesus healed the sick. While Philip looked to their financial resources, the crowd looked to Jesus. Where will we get food to eat? The little boy brought what he had to Jesus. At a time when food was scarce, you would expect the temptation to be to hoard what you have. But in the midst of that, this little boy brings what he has to Jesus to share. And Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples. Sound familiar? These words foreshadow the Eucharist. Jesus gave thanks for what they had, and the Father gave them more 
in abundance. At this point, it would be easy to say, this means that if we trust God, everything will materially be fine. We will prosper. We can look to the holy martyrs and see that that is not the case. Many of the greatest saints lived in poverty. When St. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, he wasn't expressing confidence that he would be victorious in an earthly sense. He is saying that regardless of his circumstance, particularly when he is persecuted or in poverty or sick or dying, he can do even those things and survive through Christ who strengthens him. Not survive in this life, but survive as a child of God, survive in faith, die in faith. So, the test in our day is not to trust in God so that our prosperity can continue. The test in our day is to trust God with our prosperity and use it to his purposes. And when the time of adversity comes, repent, for we see that we have made prosperity our God. The people with nothing came to Jesus in the wilderness, and in him they had everything. The ultimate gift of Jesus is not prosperity as the world counts it. Philip wanted 200 denarii, eight months' wages, but if we had all the fortunes of Bill Gates, George Soros, and Mike Bloomberg combined, it would not give us life. It wouldn't even make us happy. There's no vaccine for the coronavirus, but there is a remedy for death. The Eucharist is life. The Mass is the medicine. The body of Jesus will raise you up at the last day. The, the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin. So be not anxious. The foundations cannot be destroyed. In the Lord we take refuge. In him will we live, in him will we die, and his shall you be forever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, keep and guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. We stand for the creed.